The Chicago White Sox lost the Miami Marlins in the series finale, and they lost the series. Horrible games for the bullpen on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Sox starting pitching was impressive against the Marlins. Uh, Tim Anderson whiffed on a ground ball in a critical situation again, and Jake Berger had a rough series. Uh, Sox have an off day to be thankful. They are in the AL Central as they head out west to get ready for the Los Angeles Dodgers. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Los Angeles Dodgers on Tuesday. Lance Lynn is on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the Sox. Uh, they are 29 and 38, four and a half games back in the very, very forgiving AL Central. Uh, White Sox, they lost the series against the Marlins. Uh, gut punches uh, Saturday. Sunday, heartbreaking uh, how it happened. Bullpen meltdowns uh, in the ninth on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Sox walked it off on Friday, thanks to Luis Robert Jr. Uh, but then that scorcher on Saturday, hot one. But you got a Hawaiian shirt out of the deal if you were there. Very comfortable Hawaiian shirt. Uh, talk a little bit more about that game later in this episode. So White Sox June record, six and three. A burger in the series, one for 12 with six strikeouts. Uh, he came alive briefly on Sunday, but a rough go of things uh, against the Marlins. Arise. So the return of Luis Arise, uh, saw him quite a bit when he was in a Minnesota Twins uh, uniform. He is having a great year. Uh, he went four for 13 in the series. He's got his hits. It's tough to keep him down. Uh, Miami had a, a few guys that were just pesky. Uh, not not an offensive juggernaut at all, uh, but they definitely had some guys. Solaire, man, he could put a charge into one uh, if you leave it middle-middle, as White Sox pitching did. Uh, Sox starting pitching. Let's talk about them, though, because that was a highlight in my mind uh, in this series. Uh, two earned runs, 18 innings pitched. Uh, you had Cease uh, going six innings, one earned run in the opener. Uh, Michael Kopech on Saturday, the Hawaiian shirt day. Uh, Scorcher on the south side, five innings, zero earned runs. And then Giolito in the series finale, seven innings, one earned run. Uh, again, we'll go into the details later, but 
uh, that was a, uh, you know, silver lining, bright spot, whatever you want to call it. Uh, nice outings uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Marlins. Uh, White Sox offense, eight runs in the series, 23 hits. Uh, Sox with runners in scoring position in the series, five for 21. Uh, they looked lifeless uh, for, I don't want to say a majority of the weekend, but I mean, there were spurts where it's just nothing was going on. Uh, and then they scored some runs, and then the bullpen failed them. Friday, uh, exciting game, uh, some fireworks, and then more fireworks, and then the weekend just fell flat. It would have been a different story if they held on on Sunday going into that day off uh, with the big series against the Dodgers, then Mariners. Coming into the Marlins series, uh, a 21 and 15 record for the White Sox over their last 36 uh, in a five and one mark in June. Uh, percentage points ahead of Detroit in third place for the first time uh, since April 16th when they were six and 10. Uh, Sox had won two straight series. So coming in, feeling pretty good uh, entering that game on Friday. Uh, you know, the AL Central does not feature a team with an above 500 record. Twins are, I believe, at 500, uh, which, again, is keeping the White Sox alive for now. Uh, let's start with Sunday. That's fresh, unfortunately. Sox lose to the Marlins 6-5. Uh, Tim Anderson did not play. Liam Hendricks went on the 15-day IL. Uh, so Liam Hendricks uh, retroactive to June 10th. Uh, with right elbow inflammation, Sachs recalled left-handed pitcher Tanner Banks from AAA Charlotte. Uh, Hendricks, 34 years old, is 2-0 with a 5.40 ERA, three strikeouts and one save over his five appearances this season after being reinstated uh, from the IL on May 29th. Banks, uh, 31, he's 2-0 uh, with a 3.13 ERA, three walks and 30 strikeouts, over 13 relief appearances uh, with Charlotte this season. Uh, he's also gone 0-0 uh, with a 3.38 ERA and five strikeouts and four relief appearances over two stints uh, with the White Sox this season. A tough one. Not terribly surprised, unfortunately, about the uh, Hendricks situation with the elbow throwing a lot of sliders that can put some uh, strain on the elbow, especially if he, you know, didn't have a lot of practice uh, at full speed uh, with that pitch, you know, the adrenaline maybe throwing harder than he, uh, he should so early on. I don't know. I don't want to make any excuses for him. He is a warrior. Uh, hopefully he just comes back quickly, but what we know about Liam Hendricks is that he will not be denied. Uh, we just have to be without him. Uh, for a little while in the bullpen, and that is going to be a problem, I think. Uh, let's go to the fifth inning in Sunday's game. Uh, Giolito threw a center uh, cut fastball uh, to Solaire, and he did what he should do with it, crushed it for a solo home run. It was one nothing Miami. Uh, go uh, later on in the game to uh, fifth inning. You got Clint Frazier. Uh, who's up to bat. Uh, Miami had Garrett on the mound. He just walked Sebi. Uh, and Frazier uh, at bat with the White Sox down one run. You got uh, guys at second and first. And Frazier swung at the first pitch he saw and grounded out. I thought it, he would at least take a pitch with the Sox being down. You've got uh, a guy in scoring position. Really, really with the offense scuffling, you need to make this uh, happen for you. I thought that was a little too aggressive, something that 
uh, uncharacteristic of Clint Frazier, who sees a lot of pitches and he'll take his walks. But sixth inning, uh, here come the White Sox, back-to-back doubles by Andrew Vaughn and Jake Berger, Romy Gonzalez, uh, two RBI double, three, one, uh, Sox. Seventh inning, Luis Robert Jr., two-run home run, 15th of the year. Uh, that made it 5-1 Sox. I'll tell you, I was listening to some of this on the radio uh, when this was all going down, and I was feeling pretty good. I was like, there's no way this is going to happen again, uh, what happened on Saturday. And then bullpen meltdown in the eighth and ninth innings. Middleton, Graveman uh, combined, went uh, an inning and two-thirds, four hits, five runs, uh, a walk, one strikeout, three home runs. Uh, bottom of the ninth, socks go down uh, in order, three ground outs, uh, absolutely pathetic, uh, deflating. Uh, Giolito, wow, a great start, a gutsy outing by Giolito. Seven innings, six hits, one earned run, a walk, eight strikeouts, gave up a home run to Solaire. Uh, his ERA now 3.54, he threw 101 pitches. Why I call it gutsy is you know he got himself into some jams and he got out of jams and he didn't have an offensive cushion. It's not like he had a little bit of a lead or you know it was tough. He could not make mistakes. And I was looking at his pitch count after uh, four or five innings and I was like, I don't think so. Upper sixties. I don't know if he's going to make it much longer. Uh, and he went seven, which is something I wanted to see him go. Uh, you know after. The last episode, I said previewing the weekend, I, I got to see Cease at least go six innings or more. And he did that, uh, disappointed a little bit with Kopex five, but he threw a ton of pitches, threw a ton of pitches, a hot, steamy day on the south side. Giolito, uh, I liked his outing. Uh, Sacks offense on Sunday, five runs, uh, scored in the sixth and seventh, uh, had seven hits, four extra base hits. Uh, three for six with runners in scoring position. So very hot day on Saturday at 35th and Shields. Hey, outstanding Hawaiian shirt, though. Crushing ninth inning collapse. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Uh, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. Uh, so the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the parts uh, fit right and they are guaranteed. Uh, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The White Sox face off against the Dodgers on Tuesday. Uh, catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, on Saturday, Sox lost to the Marlins 5-1. to one. Again, Hawaiian shirt day. Look, I'm not kidding around. These are were one of the most comfortable Hawaiian shirts they've given out. I think this might be the fifth year the White Sox have been doing it. Uh, very cozy, very comfortable. 
uh, hopefully you were able to to lock one up. If it's your thing, uh, I love a good Hawaiian shirt, uh, and I, I feel like I'll be wearing this quite a bit this summer. Uh, Kopech was on the mound, a hot day. Kopech, Gregory Santos, and Ronaldo Lopez combined to hold the Marlins scoreless for 24 outs. Uh, Kopech was at 61 pitches after three. Uh, Vaughn had a solo home run. Uh, in the fourth, again, not a lot going on offensively uh, at all. It was it was good to have that home run. You're like, well, Friday they hung on. It was a low-scoring game. But can you really do that again? Can you really live this way with not a lot of offense? Would that one run hold up? Maybe it was just going to be a pitching battle uh, this weekend. You know, Marlins have got some pretty good arms. A sack starting pitching for the most part, aside from Lance Lynn, has been reliable. Uh, so bottom of six, you know, sacks up one nothing. I thought they could get another one here. Uh, ben Attendi had a leadoff uh, with a walk, uh, then thrown out, trying to steal second. Sacks have been making attempts to try to steal, but I feel like they've been thrown out uh, more times than at the beginning of the year. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. flew out. Uh, Vaughn was hit by a pitch. Moncada flew out. Uh, Sacks with just three hits after six innings on Saturday. Uh, Lopez came in for Santos in the seventh and walked the first batter he saw, uh, then painted the corner with a 100-mile-per-hour fastball to get an inning-ending strikeout. Uh, had an opportunity in the eighth to add on uh, with Elvis Andrews stole second with one out. Uh, ben Attendi flew out to left field. Andrews uh, got doubled up at second base. So here comes the ninth. The uh, Sacks holding on to this one-run lead. A very reliable uh, Joe Kelly comes in in the ninth. First two on with base hits. Then a walk. Uh, bases loaded. Nobody out. Uh, once again, you got a chopper hit to Tim Anderson. In a critical situation, he misplays the ground ball uh, that needed to be fielded and thrown home for the force. He was trying to do something before he actually fielded the ball. It went right past his glove. We've seen it happen three or four times. That same situation, infield somewhat in, you need to go right to home to get the force. He's trying to do too many things at once. Uh, and it goes past him. Inning continues. Miami tied it up. Still nobody out. Uh, Joe Kelly walks in the lead run. So it's 2-1 Marlins. Still loaded. Still nobody out. Another run came in on a fielder's choice. Griffol finally decides to pull Joe Kelly. It's 3-1 Marlins. Crochet in. Uh, Marlins busted open with two outs. 5-1. to one. An absolute mess of an inning. Kelly, T.A., pretty bad combination. Uh, can't put it all on Tim Anderson. Uh, got Joe Kelly has got to get those outs. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit here soon uh, on just ninth inning Joe Kelly, which is a different type of Joe Kelly. But Tim Anderson has to make that play. There's no excuse for him. There's no excuse that maybe he made a good play on Friday. And, well, you know, no, every single time that play needs to be made, uh, and it hasn't quite often. Uh, whatever is going on offensively with Tim Anderson, he's bringing it out uh, to shortstop. Uh, I just, uh, I think I tried to rush the throw, Anderson said after the game. I knew they had a fast runner at third. I really just tried to rush it. 
I just expletive it up. Uh, that's really what it was. Uh, again, maybe the fourth time he's done something similar this year. Um, slow down. You, you'd think after the first or second time, it's like, okay, I got to be very mindful. One thing and then the next thing. Uh, I, I would not expect that from a guy like Tim Anderson. But again, I'm not surprised. You know, he's not going to win you a gold glove uh, defensively. That's for sure. They were good at bats, uh, Joe Kelly said of the Marlins approach. Uh, the pinch hitter Garrett uh, got him uh, 0-2, uh, got a good hit. Uh, Arise is Arise, got a hit away. And the other guy uh, started battling. They were swinging at anything out of the zone. Uh, before Saturday's collapse, Kelly had been pretty reliable. I think 15 innings, 15 outings, maybe a three ERA, maybe less. Uh, he has been uh, very dependable, uh, it, but the ninth inning is not his inning. Uh, Michael Kopech on Saturday, five innings, five hits, zero earned runs, a walk, six strikeouts. His ERA, 4.03 through 100 pitches uh, on Saturday. And the bullpen, really, I'll, I'll talk about Kelly. He went a third of an inning, uh, two hits, five runs, two walks, zero strikeouts. And then, of course, you've had that Tim uh, Anderson error. So Kelly in the ninth inning this year, six games, uh, five and a third innings, 10-plus ERA. Kelly in the eighth, absolutely lights out. Uh, I don't believe Hendricks was available uh, nor was Graveman, perhaps a workload management for Graveland. Uh, Graveman. Sox offense on Saturday, one run, uh, five hits, two extra base hits. Uh, Andrew Vaughn had that home run uh, to right, uh, right center. 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position, the White Sox offense was. Uh, before the game, Grafold noted uh, that he'd like to avoid using relievers three days in a row. Uh, this is a long season, and the most important thing in this season is health, Grafol said before the game. I'm not going to risk these guys' health and compromise our potential to have a good season just based on throwing three days uh, in a row or two days in a doubleheader. It wasn't a good day for us in the ninth inning today as a team, uh, Grafol said post game. Uh, yeah, that is a difference. Uh, you know, the workload management stuff with relievers, you know, it, it sounds like he's trying to play for tomorrow instead of trying to take care of today. And the Sox are going to be a team that are going to win on the margins, the little things. And you've got to nail down a one nothing win like that on Saturday. You got to close it up. You know, nobody was scoring. You've got an opportunity. You got a home run. You've got the lead going to the ninth. You've got to nail it down. Uh, same thing goes for Sunday. Unre uh, just absolutely unacceptable to be up four runs and blow it in the eighth and ninth. That, that just, you, you can't have that kind of stuff. You know, and the AL Central has been so forgiving. And they're going to let us continue to hang around because no one's going to run away with it. All right, we're what, a little over 70 games in the season. And we know now, that nobody's running away with this. It's just not that type of division. Uh, so the White Sox, you know, they're going to find themselves four or five, maybe six games out, something like that by the trade deadline. We'll see what happens with the rest of this uh, June and July schedule. 
but wow, you it's just you you can't live like that. You absolutely can't live like that. And I need Grafol to somehow change a mentality or have some conversations. We got to have guys that can throw a few days in a row, you know. And with Liam going down now in the 15 day IL, if that's all it's going to be, the options are few and far between. You're going to have players. Uh, bullpen arms are going to start going into now other spots that they're not comfortable with uh, because we don't have our ninth inning guy. Not that we had him for very long. Uh, they have to figure it out. Uh, these are major league baseball pitchers. These are bullpen guys. I know Joe Kelly doesn't like the ninth. He doesn't perform well in it, but these guys are going to have to figure it out because you're going to have to get by. Uh, you can't just uh, survive. We're going to have to thrive as well. Dylan Cease and Sachs pitching held it together to kickstart the weekend. And Luis Robert Jr. kickstarted the fireworks. Uh, more on that in a moment. So on Friday, it was an exciting game. 2-1 finish. Uh, look, a win is a win. Uh, pitching battle, really. Cease and Perez. Uh, prior to the game, Pedro Grifol said Aloy Jimenez will be down for four to five days. Uh, but they are looking to avoid the IL at this point. Described it as discomfort just below the left calf uh, as came on the over the course of the double header. It looked like he had injured himself swinging and then trying to leg out, uh, you know, an infield hit that was overthrown. And then he was uh, gingerly jogging to second and was removed from the game. And look, uh, again, I don't think we, I don't, I personally, as a Sox fan that has been following uh, this this guy in particular over the last several years, I can't put a lot of trust in what we're going to get from him down the, down the road here. We, we've got enough information. He is injury prone. I don't care what Kenny Williams or Rick Hahn say. He, Eloy Jimenez is injury prone. And no matter what you're going to do with him, DH, uh, right field, swing, run, I mean, he something happens to this guy. It's unbelievable uh, I don't know if he rushed back from the appendectomy uh, too quickly, if he was trying to use muscles that overcompensate, you know, for maybe feeling a little weaker uh, from, from that operation. I don't know. I am kind of tired of making excuses for the guy. I, whatever you can give us, great, but it's not somebody to build around. Absolutely not. This is not uh, a cornerstone uh, that we can say, yeah, we're going to have Aloy Jimenez in our, in our lineup for many, many years. I, I just don't think so. Not after everything we've seen. It's really unfortunate. Uh, Cease, with his 14th start, was on the mound. Uh, I, this is what he said prior to the uh, uh, Friday start. I've definitely had some very frustrating moments with it, but I try to be level-headed, uh, Cease told the Chicago Sun-Times on Thursday. I haven't pitched to how I want to, but we still have some time to turn that around. That saying right there is going to grow old quickly. We still have some time to turn it around. That sounds very familiar. We've heard that before in previous seasons. Uh, time is ticking. Do not use that as a saying. That's not the right mentality. Uh, Marlins had runners on second and third with one out, and the score tied at one in the sixth. Uh, White Sox brought the infield in, and Jesus Sanchez hit a hard grounder to shortstop uh, Tim Anderson, who fielded and threw home to cut down the lead runner at the plate. Uh, Grafol called it the play of the game. I don't know. Maybe he was feeling a little too confident. Hey, I did this on Friday, uh, and that's why Saturday happened. I, I have no idea. There's no excuses. Uh, game was tied 1-1 in the ninth inning on Friday. Elvis Andrews singled 
uh, to start the inning and went to second on a wild pitch. Tim Anderson struck out uh, before the Marlins decided to intentionally walk Ben Attendi. Uh, then Luis Robert Jr. came up to the plate. Uh, Slugger was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts prior to that at bat, uh, but he put his previous plate appearances behind him and turned on a slider to send a single down the left field line and walk it off. 35th and Shield sees a post game. It's a lot easier to be positive when you're winning, uh, starter C said. Really, we're just continuing to put in the work and following the process and staying even keeled. Uh, when it wasn't going our way, we were still putting in the work and the results weren't going our way. Now we're finally starting to see some more normal uh, results. Felt good, C said. I don't know if I'd say a, a bounce back. I think it's just a good continuation of going in the right direction. Cease's final line, six innings, four hits, one earned run, a couple of walks, seven strikeouts, one home run. His ERA, 4.38. Uh, he threw 95 pitches in the uh, game one. Bullpen was Middleton, Graveman, Hendricks. Three innings, zero hits, zero walks, zero strikeouts. Uh, that was a nice job by the bullpen uh, on Friday. And because of that, Middleton, uh, Graveman, uh, not available on Saturday. Sox offense on Friday, game one, two runs, 11 hits, two extra base hits. Uh, Tim Anderson had a double Yaz with a home run. Sacks were two for 12 with runners in scoring position. Uh, up until, again, that Luis Robert Jr. hit in the bottom of the ninth. It was ugly for the White Sox. Uh, Sox had bases loaded, nobody out in the third inning and could not do anything. I'm sure you have heard that before. Uh, three walks, 12 strikeouts. Uh, Berger was 0 for 4 with three strikeouts on Friday. Uh, White Sox have an off day on Monday, then three at the Los Angeles Dodgers, three at Seattle, and then come home for three with the Texas Rangers. We are going to find out very quickly what kind of team uh, this Chicago White Sox club is here uh, in June. Thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast everywhere uh, you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get your questions in for a future mailbag episode, LockdownSox at gmail.com. White Sox take on the Dodgers on Tuesday in LA. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Hey, everydayers, know who you are. Uh, on the next episode, I will try to make sense of what have we been seeing lately uh, from our White Sox and get you ready uh, for the Dodgers series. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.